You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and I got to tell you, that's why they play the games. How many times have you heard that statement? That's why they play the games. And when they play the games, sometimes things out of the ordinary occur. Last night was one of them. Jay Cutler. Completed 25 of 38 passes for 263 yards, three touchdowns. The Dolphins' Week 14 victory over the New England Patriots. He played his best game of the season, tearing apart the Patriots' secondary. His three seasons got open against the Pats' defense. Javis Landry was a man among boys, scoring two touchdowns in the victory, catching eight of eight targets for 46 yards and two touchdowns in the Dolphins' Week 14 victory. Over the Patriots. Now they get the Bills next week. The car. Dolphins are trying to build up a little momentum. Kenya Drake. How about that guy? He ran for 193 scrimmage yards. 25 rushes. 114. 5 of 6 passes for 79 yards. Jay Ajaye who? That's what they're saying in Miami. Jay Ajaye who? He's all done, man. Kenyon Drake. Went to Alabama. Just go and get a second and third team player from Alabama. You'll be all right. Their water boy is probably the best water boy that's ever been. Water boy. Good water boy there. Tom Brady, though, not so good. 22 of 43, 233, one touchdown, two interceptions. I don't believe he completed a pass to a wide receiver in the first half. That is tough. Tom Terrific. Wasn't terrific last night. He had one of his worst games of the season, struggling under pressure throughout the game. Underthrown balls to Brandon Cooks. They couldn't get Brandon Cooks involved in the offense. It was tough, tough sledding. Tough sledding. The L.A. Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas, have committed to offensive coordinator Todd Downing for the remainder of the season. Bill Musgrave was let go at the end of last season. Uh, the Raiders failed to even make him an offer as a free agent coach. The move was made in order to promote Downing, who was believed to be a riser in the coaching ranks. His first season running the show in Oakland has been brutal. Brutal. Uh, Derek Carr, brutal. Amari Cooper, you know what the situation is there. And that's the crazy. The Packers. Are they going to go on a run, man? Are they going to go on a run? We've seen this happen before. 
They do it. I think they're ready. But they get some tough games. Carolina and Minnesota back-to-back weeks. So slow down on the playoff tickets. Slow down on the playoff tickets in Cheeseland. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying slow down, man. Slow down. We're going to come back with my friend Gabe Morrency. Who ruined your Sunday right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. We can catch Monday through Friday on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. Back with more after this. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. My name is Tony Sincata, and we do this every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. But if you can't stay up late, don't worry about it. Just go on demand. Go on demand, man. Go on demand. Subscribe. Fantasy Football Rewind. And that's the way to do it. Now, Gabe Morency, you can hear him on Red Heat. In rage from noon to one Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Here is the guys with who ruined your Sunday. He gets very emotional, and I heard he was very withdrawn after this. Like he lost his freaking mind. And actually, I was on the show a little later, and this guy is uh, he was he was uh, spent. It was spent, and I was late for my appearance because he kept talking and talking about who ruined his Sunday. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Get yourself fired up. Get yourself ready, and let's see what we got going on here with the man who is Gabe Morency. 
A lot of people on the Fantasy Sports Network are not happy that Gabe is sitting down now for these segments and not standing up. They feel like it's more emotional when they see him, like, fainting. Here he is. Who ruined your Sunday? Well, you figure that I wouldn't start off with the Buffalo Bills ruining uh, my Sunday, considering they won the football game. And this is, this is how bad the AFC is right now. The Buffalo Bills are a playoff team. Like, the, the Buffalo Bills are in the, If the playoffs started today, the Buffalo Bills are at Jacksonville, ironically enough, against Doug Marone. And I used to think that Doug Marone was a good coach, but I thought that his sidekick, Nate Hackett, uh, was a complete dumbass, stupid moron. Okay? I, I'm starting to think that Nate Hackett actually wasn't all that bad compared to some of the clowns that we've had in Buffalo over the past couple of years. And it's hard to keep up. Dun, 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 dun. It's hard to keep up. Um, you know, from Greg Roman. And now who's the new dude we got? Rick Dennison. Rick Dennison's a moron. All right? And the only person that's a bigger moron than Rick Dennison is Buffalo Bill head coach Sean McDermott. Now, McDermott's doing good work. The Bills are 7-6. and six. You look at the roster that they have. You know, people on the outside will say, wow, this guy's... Uh, this guy's a miracle worker. Well, people on the outside don't watch every damn play like I do. And, you know, of course, now let's not forget, this is the same guy that benched Tyrod Taylor for Nate Peterman. Okay? In the middle of a playoff race. Now, I'm going to sit here right now and tell you, I'm a lifelong Buffalo Bill fan. The Bills wouldn't have beaten the Chargers anyways, even if Tyrod Taylor played. So I'm not going to hold it against them uh, that we lost that game. He screwed up. He made a mistake. He tried to shake things up. It didn't work. As a degenerate gambler, I try to shake things up all the time, and it doesn't work. I get it. What I don't get is how the hell you got outcoached yesterday by Chuck Pagano. Okay? Chuck Pagano, not the worst coach in the league. He, maybe he is. I don't know. We'll talk about who the worst coach is maybe in a minute. But McDermott might be right there. Like, you know, as far as the preparation is concerned, okay. You know, McDermott, he's an intense guy. He's not a clown. You know, it's not a circus sideshow like it was with Rex Ryan. But you got outcoached by Chuck Pagano yesterday. Anybody that saw the game, you saw it was a freaking blizzard, all right? Nobody could see anything. It was like old school when you were a kid playing football in the snow type of stuff. You couldn't see a damn thing. So the Buffalo Bills kept moving the football. They give it to LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy would get it to, like, the Indianapolis Colts you know, 35-yard line or so. And then it would be like a third and two and a fourth and two, and the Buffalo Bills would decide to go for it. And instead of running the football, they would try to throw a pass with Joe Webb or Nate Peterman and do something ridiculously stupid in a blizzard. Meanwhile, Chuck Pagano is punting and playing the field position game. Like, McDermott was getting outcoached by, by Chuck Pagano all game. Then there's four minutes left in overtime. Never mind the fact that the Buffalo Bills are damn lucky that the Colts had a penalty against them on the two-point convert that would have won the game, I might add. So, there's four minutes left in overtime. The Buffalo Bills, it's tie game, obviously. They're, they're, there's four minutes left. It's fourth and one on the Indianapolis Colts 41-yard line with four minutes left to go in overtime. Now, we've seen this movie before, haven't we, Bills fans? Remember last year, Rex Ryan kicked to the Dolphins. We never got the ball back, and we lost, and he said he'd do it over again, and that's why you're on ESPN now. Uh, remember a couple of years ago when uh, when Doug Marone punted from, like, the Miami Dolphins 31-yard line or something stupid like that? 
it's I don't know what it is. Like, do you guys get stupider when you get to Buffalo, or does Buffalo just hire stupid people? I'm not really sure. Like, is there something in the in the chicken wing sauce there? Like, what the hell, man? So he punts the ball. And then, of course, you know, the, the jackass announcer is playing it up like he's some sort of genius. Oh, you have to do this. And, oh, yeah. After they won the game. Oh, it was brilliant. McDermott, he got criticized. You know, he got criticized at the time. But, you know, he knew exactly what he was doing. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Sean McDermott had no idea what he was doing. Sean McDermott's like a drunk guy that falls off a balcony but lands on his feet somehow. All right? And speaking of being drunk, like, you know, you make me want to drink, dude, like early on Sunday afternoons. I actually had chest pains. I've never been as mad as I was yesterday watching a Buffalo Bill game. You guys won, but you ruined my Sunday, man. Like, I swear to God. Like, I really just want to punch you in the face. Like, what are you doing? The only reason we won that football game is because LaShawn McCoy is a stud. And B, we were playing the Indianapolis Colts, who are that bad and, you know, that bad enough to actually manage to lose that game. You know, Buffalo Bill fans had a lot of fun in the snow. The biggest shock of the day yesterday was the fact that the Bills fans didn't storm the field and try to snort the snow on the field. <laughs> like, if you were a recovering uh, cocaine addict, you couldn't watch that game. Like, no joke. Because not all snow looks like cocaine. And, like, I've never seen real cocaine in my life before, but I've seen it on TV. And <laughs> But not all cocaine looks like snow. It was like just, it was like, uh, it looked like, uh, it looked like Scarface's, you know, coffee table, etc. Yeah, it, seriously. It was just pounds of crystal. I can imagine, I thought of that. I was like thinking of some poor bastard that's like trying to just watch a football game and he's in rehab and stuff. And uh, he's in rehab. <laughs> he's like, I can't watch this anymore. <clears throat> it's like, you know, it, it'd be it, that's like if it's raining beer or something like that. And we all know, you know, the Bills fans, they'll snort and drink anything, all right? But, hey, the Bills are going to the playoffs as of right now. As of right now, I don't know who the quarterback is going to be next week. But, you know, McDermott, even though you won the game, you managed to ruin my freaking Sunday. You know what else uh, ruined my Sunday? The L.A. Rams, man. I had big money on the Rams in that game yesterday. I also had big money on the over. Fortunately, we hit the in-game overs as well. But when Carson Wentz went down, we loaded up on the end game. And if you're the Rams, you got to win that game. You got to win that game. You got to win that game for yourself. But you got to win that game when, the, when the, you know, an MVP candidate like Carson Wentz gets injured. You know, Jared Goff played his ass off. And it was kind of bothering me during a game when Twitter would blow up every time Carson Wentz would complete a pass. And Jared Goff's going up and down the field. And there was no love for Goff on Twitter. But, you know, Carson Wentz is like the new J.J. Watt. He just is. He's that guy that everybody loves. You know, I'm surprised, right? I bet you right now in Philadelphia, like, the NBC affiliates got a helicopter, like, over the hospital. Carson Wentz is in one of these rooms in that building beneath us, Chuck. You know, seriously, I guarantee you, the Philadelphia is probably, like, cameras outside. He's like the new J.J. Watt. But nevertheless, the Rams, you guys are a really good football team. You got a ton of talent, but you're not quite ready for prime time. You're going to lose next week in Seattle, and uh, you ruined my Sunday, or at least you partially ruined my Sunday. 
The Tennessee Titans, you guys didn't help my Sunday. One of my few losses yesterday. I killed it. Anyone who watched the plays, uh, the video that we gave, uh, you right here on the Fantasy Sports Network knows we owned it. Uh, but the Titans, I ended up jumping in on the Titans, and it's pretty clear that this team's never going to win uh, with Mike Malarkey as their head coach. I talk about Sean McDermott being a dumbass. Uh, Chuck Pagano is like one of the worst coaches in the league by far. Mike Malarkey might be the worst. Like, what's the point of having all these stud young players and stars if you've got an idiot coach? Like, I don't understand. I got it. I get it as far as quarterbacks are concerned. And Marcus Mario is a decent quarterback, but you got to do a hell of a lot better than 16 to 31 for a buck 59 in a must win game, bro. But we saw it last year with Jared Goff. Jared Goff sucked last year because Jeff Fisher was his coach. I'm not sure. How is Mike Malarkey making Marcus Mariota any better? How is Mike Malarkey going to take the Titans to the next level? You know, you've got all this talent on the Tennessee Titans, but you've got a moron in charge, and you're just going to continue to spin your freaking wheels as long as Mike Malarkey is the head coach. The Tennessee Titans ruined my Sunday. New York Giants, well, I'm a moron. You know, I don't even like the Capital City goofball. And when I'm talking about the Capital City goofball, I'm talking about Eli Manning. Let me show you my, this is my Eli Manning impression. Let me get a shot here. I can't. At that point, Gabe is uh, making shots with a wide open mouth and what, looking around. We're going to take a quick break. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Who ruined your Sunday? Back with more. Gabe Morris. <laughs> that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. And Robert Woods, Rams wide receiver, is on track to be back this weekend. I think that's going to be a good thing for Robert Woods owners. Good thing for Jared Goff. Bad thing for Cooper Cup. 
He put up some monster games without him in the lineup. Now I'm a little concerned. But hey, it is what it is. And we just report the facts. We just report the facts. That's all we can do. And here we got coming up next is our guy, Gabe Morrissey, with a dramatic conclusion to who ruined your Sunday. Uh, you know, like, is there anyone, like, seriously? The New York Giants screwed over the Capital City goofball. I'm not even going to call him by his name. They screwed over goofball by, by screwing him because he had a 210-game consecutive streak going. Okay? But that doesn't mean that he's any good. He's terrible. He's freaking terrible. I'd rather have the chick that his brother teabagged at quarterback than Eli, all right? Like, I'd rather have Peyton. You know what? I'd rather have Peyton. And, you know, I'd actually rather have Papa John himself. And Papa John, just saying, I actually ate a Papa John's last night. I know why they call it Papa John's. You eat it, and uh, you're in the John pretty quickly right after the fact. Pretty much as quickly as you're broke after you put money on the New York Giants. I guess it's not all uh, motor oil fault, huh? I got nicknames for everyone on the Giants. If you're wondering who motor oil is, that's uh, McAdoo. Ben Motor Oil. I think it's what he used to slick his hair. He's actually an Uber driver now. If you didn't hear, he got a new job already. He's, uh, he's going to pick you up. He's working the lower, uh, <laughs> lower Manhattan side of things. So, yeah, McAdoo's gone. Doesn't matter. Same old pile of crap. Capital City goofball. Interceptions. Three and outs. Batted balls at the offensive line. You know, Eli Manning got screwed. He really did. But it doesn't mean that he's any good. The New York Giants, you ruined my Sunday. The Washington Redskins, you guys should just forfeit. Change your name and forfeit the rest of the season because you're an embarrassment. You ruined my Sunday. And finally, in closing, you know, you guys, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, you had the Pittsburgh Steelers on the ropes, man. I'm so sick of the Steelers and their crap-ass comebacks and stuff like that. And next week, I don't know who to take. They're playing the New England Patriots. I hate them both. I never used to be a Steeler hater, man. I used to like the Steelers. But they've just, I get screwed so much on their games. But I was on the Baltimore Ravens plus the points. But I had a plus 300 on the money line. And maybe a Harbaugh if you weren't stupid enough to let Big Bird throw the football. And I tell you what, if Big Bird from Sesame Street was a quarterback, he'd be Joe Flacco. That's Joe Flacco, Big Bird. He's just a stupid big giraffe, all right? I don't think he can complete passes because he can't see because of the damn unibrow. He's got, like, one big eyebrow that just sort of hovers over. I don't think you can see anything. Thanks, Flacco. That was a winnable game last night, man. And, you know, the Baltimore Ravens defense, you guys didn't help either. Make a damn stop. What is it about Pittsburgh? Like, Pittsburgh, what, dropping Molly in the Gatorade? The other team's rolling over before the end of the games? I'm getting pretty sick of this crap. You know what? I won on the plus five, and I won on the over because I'm not damn good. But I could have won a plus 300 on the money line. If it wasn't for the L.A. Rams and that stupid fumble and the Baltimore Ravens stupidity, I probably would have won about five freaking thousand dollars. All right? But I didn't because of them. They ruined my Sunday. Who ruined yours? There he is, the emotional Gabe Morency. Who ruined your Sunday? He's just asking the questions. And do you have the answers? Are you man enough to look in the mirror and say, Hey, who ruined your Sunday? 
it's a tough one, right? When you think about it, night in, night out. Who ruined my Sunday? <laughs> we get all fired up about it, man. We get all fired up when we go to who ruined your Sunday. You know, I don't understand the whole craze of this Bitcoin stuff. But I know you get a lot of money if you own it. They're worth, like, I don't know. A lot of cash. A lot of cash sheesh. Thousands of dollars for a Bitcoin. Keeps going up in value. And um, I don't understand. The fantasy executive this weekend compared Kareem Hunt to the Bitcoin of fantasy football. I would think it's the other way before the game. But let's see what he says here. What are you, Maria? I finished ranked third. Okay, you're the third seed. Yeah. So she's favored to win this. She's, this she's going up against that six. That six seed is, all, is always very dangerous. Just snuck in, could yeah. be hot at the right time. That six seed normally. The seeding doesn't even matter in my league. I mean, six, it's so close. The six seed normally. It's on like a three-game win streak. Because it, because of the waiver wire priority. Yes. The six seed is picking up hot players. Yes. While the three seed. They might have a Giovanni Bernard. Kareem Hunt could be the, on the three Gio. seed. I got exactly. Kareem Hunt is the Bitcoin of fantasy football. Yeah, up and down, up <laughs> and down. You think, let me ask you this though. Corey, is this going to be an up or a down week for a guy like Kareem Hunt? I mean, we saw what happened when they handed over play calling duties away from Andy Reid last week. The, yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs put up 31 points. Alex Smith went downhill to Tyreek Hill. I not once, that. not twice, but three times we saw Alex Smith running the ball as well. You know, the last shoe to drop for this Chiefs offense is Kareem Hunt. Can he have a bounce back at all? I know Emery Hunt said that he's not hitting the rookie wall because he played in all these games in the MAC last it's year. The Andy Reid wall. But what do you think? What do you think? Can he come back? His, you know, well, yeah, he can come back, but right now he is not a rock solid RB1 like he has been, you know, more for the majority of the season right now. He's more in the RB2 conversation. I can see situations where you could put Kareem Hunt on the bench. The in a win-or-go-home situation. In a win-or-go-home situation. Listen, the workload is is, 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 is is trending in the wrong direction at the wrong time of the year. So I hope they figure out a way to, to, to get it corrected. Listen, I have Kareem Hunt teams that didn't make the playoffs, right. mainly because of Andy Reid and his mismanagement of the usage of Kareem Hunt. Very good teams, too. So I <laughs> put it like this. Go ahead. I would start Giovanni Bernard over Kareem Hunt this I week. I agree. I agree. Right. I would start Kenyon Drake over Kareem Hunt this I week. Agree. Guys like that, you know. So I'm, I have no problem uh, putting Mr. Mr. Hunt uh, on the bench if, if that's the case this week. I, I'll do it. You're not going to ruin my fantasy season. I think These Christmas is coming. These kids got to eat. That's there you have it. That was the fantasy executive prior to Sunday's game. And I got to tell you, Kenyon Drake had a good game. But uh, so did Kareem Hunt. He was a guy that absolutely got it done. And fantasy owners can rejoice. Their man is back. And he is better than ever. Other news you're looking at in fantasy football. As we end week 14, move on to week 15. And see where we can go from there. The Jets won't start Christian Hackenberg. Christian Hackenberg is going to take over as the Jets' number two quarterback. After Josh McCown's year-ending hand surgery. The Jets clearly know Hackenberg isn't ready to play or else they'd be starting the 2016 second-round pick. So Hackenberg is going to stand there, hold the clipboard, and Bryce Petty will be the guy. Now, I was saying yesterday it's going to kill 
the Jets. But if you go back and you look at the numbers, Robbie Anderson put up numbers with Bryce Petty at quarterback last year. The Robbie Anderson phenomenon actually was invented under Bryce Petty's watch. Can lightning strike twice will be the question. Is that something we're going to look at and say, yes, yes, yes. I I don't know. I don't know. Do you like this week in football, man? We got games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I love it. I love it. I am absolutely loving it. Oh, I forgot to mention. Devin Hester retired. Probably didn't know that. You probably didn't know that he wasn't retired. But yeah, he retired. Good career for Devin Hester. 11 years in the National Football League. He was a guy that got it done. When with the rock was in his hand. Even like Ted Ginn, he caught the ball a little at the end, right? But. We got to get it done. Stay tuned for more from Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. I'll be back with more after this. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and this is the question fantasy owners got to ask themselves. Is Jordy Nelson a guy you can start this week? It's been a while. I traded him. I don't know, man. I'd like to get him back. Here's the guy. YouTube. Oh, we on TV. This is the Fantasy Executive. This is Wall Street. I am Greg Sussman. Thank you so much for joining us. The moment has arrived. Aaron Rodgers today is, ex- is expected to have his exam done. And Mike McCarthy, coach of the Green Bay Packers, has basically said, listen, he can look great, he can do everything, but it means nothing if he does not pass this exam today. I want to make an assumption. I want to make his assumption that everything is healed. Aaron Rodgers will be back in your lineup on Sunday. Fine. We're going to talk about 
who you play him against, who you don't, at another time. But let's say he's back, Matt. The big question that I have been getting, I think it's a fair question, if Aaron Rodgers is back, can you put Jordy Nelson back in your lineup? Ooh. Uh, I think yeah, I think you pretty much can. I'm not Which saying, is crazy because you haven't started this guy all year. One, probably at best right now, you know, even with Rodgers, I label him maybe a low end two, high end three type kind of thing. Which has just been pretty bad for him. But I gotta think they're, they're gonna have end zone looks, and Jordy's gonna get looks. So the opportunity should be there for him. So I'm putting him in if I own him. This is crazy because Jordy Nelson is somebody that we have dropped. We have said, ultimately, listen, you don't have to own this guy anymore. He's not somebody you want on your playoff team. Yeah. And yet here we are in week 15, and Matt Modica said, you can play him with everything on the line. Corey, you have a lot of teams that are in, in the playoffs still, a lot of teams that are fighting for chips. Are you going down with having Jordy no, Nelson I in your lineup? I, I, I got to disagree with Matt on this one. I, I just don't – I would have to see – I got this one situation where I have to see it first with Jordy Nelson. Rodgers, I know, is the quarterback. He has the football on every play. He controls the game. I know what he can do. Jordy Nelson, on the other hand, I know that's his BFF. I know that's his right-hand man. I can't just put Jordy right back into my lineup. If you're playing right now, you've been playing this long without Jordy, no reason to go back to him right now. If you made it all the way to your semifinal and, and, you, and Jordy's been on your bench or whatever – and you've still make continue to make it this far. You've done enough to. We've got to this point. I would not fool with Jordy Nelson right now. His massive upside, I get it, but I, it, it's too risky for me. I, see, for me, it's I've seen it time and time again, we all have, year yeah. after year. Of course, and he's back. When the Rogers was here early on, like I said, Jordy wasn't getting over 100 yards, but he was getting. You know, he'd have a few catches, and he was getting at least that one touchdown to two touchdowns every week. I think, you know, Rodgers isn't, you know, at this point, isn't going to change things up. He's going to go, look, Devontae Adams was the big beneficiary under Brett Hung. Brett Hung is gone. Adams isn't going away. But Jordy Nelson, to me, just gets that big boom, gets that big boost. And I, I just, you know, from when I've seen him and Rodgers play last year and this early on in this year, there's just too much in the end zone going on for me not to be in on it. You know, it's, it's wild because I, I get both perspectives. Corey can't fool with Jordy Nelson until he sees him again. Matt Roy can throw him back in the lineup. Everything's on the line, and maybe we sh- and maybe we should go about it, right? Like, are you starting Jordy Nelson or are you starting Marquise Lee? You know, that, that's, that's the type of player. I mean, that's a good question. That's a good matchup for Lee once again. Yes. Look, I mean, with these guys, they are they're a tandem. It's so, for me... You're going with Jordy? It's going to be close. I mean, I haven't really like sat down. Don't been to it yet. yet. Yeah, but you know, it's definitely a topic. Because I mean, I I think Jordy's getting a touchdown this week. I don't know if Lee's getting a touchdown, but I know Lee's going to get like a dozen targets. So that's really. I, I, I would say this: if I need the floor, I'd go Lee. If I if I think my lineup needs the ceiling to get the touchdowns and stuff. It would be Jordan. And you clearly start Marquise Lee then, right? I'm starting Marquise Lee. I'm right. not fooling with Jordy Nelson. I'm talking about we got to go deep, pretty deep down the list for me to find somebody. D.D. Westbrook? I play D.D. You play D.D. You know I'm not a D.D. guy. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm just on. I just got with the D.D. thing. Right. Would you start Corey Davis or, or Jordy Nelson? No, I'm not starting Corey Davis. <laughs> F. Corey Davis. Yeah, no, I'm not going to start D.D. over. I, I, was just kid- I was just kidding with the Corey Davis thing. Um, <laughs> but, like, but. Let's continue on here with this Packers wide receiver. did Aaron Rodgers get hurt? It had to be at least eight weeks ago. 
It had to be eight weeks ago. So it had to be week seven. He asked me on the IR for eight weeks. I see where Jordy was at week seven. Yeah, see, see about that. So as you, as you do that, what about the other wide receivers, Matt? Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Like, does Devontae Adams take a hit now? I don't think he takes that much of a hit. But he does, um, but he does take a not, hit. He, he's got to come down a little from where he was. I mean, he was just – Brett Hundley looked for him Every play. Often. Yeah. You know, there was, there was a trust. There was a rapport. That was his guy. And not that uh, Rodgers isn't going to throw to Devontae Adams. But, like I said, he's going to look Jordy Nelson's way. They just know each other. Like, he knows when he's going to break in that route, where the ball's going to be. So, it will take him down a little, but, I mean, it's not a major blow. I do think Randall Cobb becomes more relevant now. He was wide receiver. This is in total points between weeks one to seven. Yep. Devontae Adams was wide receiver 11. Okay. Jordy Nelson was wide receiver 13. So both of these dudes were compete, com- performing as <laughs> just about wide receiver, a, 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 a wide receiver ones. When you when you go to, on a point-per-game basis, Jordy Nelson drops to wide receiver 21, and Devontae Adams is still – no, and Devontae Adams was wide receiver 19. So both of them are performing wide as wide receiver twos when you look at a point-per-game basis. Listen, the Jordy – I just look at it like this. You've gotten this far. Right. I just can't fool with it. I can do it with Rodgers because I know what Rodgers is. I don't get me wrong. I know what Jordy is too. But Rodgers has the football. He controls the action. Jordy Nelson is a piece. And I think you've gotten this far without him. I, I really – I would want to see it this week and then maybe fool with it in week 16. Against Minnesota. Here's, here's the thing I'll, I'll say with that. When, when Rodgers was there, Jordy was getting the targets. And, you know, he got that – pretty much there was that one or two touchdowns every week as well. I know you can't predict touchdowns. But with Jordy, with the, uh, with the games last year, with the, yeah, about 14 touchdowns, and then he had six touchdowns this year with Rodgers, you know, that's 20 touchdowns in, like, 20 games or 22 games. Yeah, it's true. So it's, it's a thing. I'm not saying, like, Corey makes a good point. If, if you've gotten here and you have the guys, that's fine. But you, you now got to look at it. It's, it. it's a different thing. I mean, unless you hear, like, I mean, everything we've heard about Aaron Rodgers – in practice, they said he looked great. He could do all the things. Listen, it's all, if he plays, I'm going to assume he's Aaron Rodgers, right? I, like, I'm not going to be someone that's going to be scared to put Aaron Rodgers back in my lineup. If, if he plays, you don't have a better option unless you have Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. You're going to put Aaron Rodgers back in there. I'm, I'm doing it for sure if, he, if he's active. The question is, and I think it's a fair point, and you you see both sides of it here, uh, is with a guy like Jordy, because like, I get getting there, but you kind of waited for a type of moment like this, Corey. And as Matt said, they're connected at the, at the hit. Like, he has a nose for him in the red zone. I don't think that changes because he missed eight games. No, I don't like, you're not it's... asking Jordy to have 10 catches for 100 yards. You're looking for him to score a touchdown. He, has he been in the flow of the game recently, though? You no. know what I'm saying? He hasn't been in the flow of the game. But it's different with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's, it's just different. different. I understand what you're saying. Look, but this, guy like, is, this guy could be rusty for all we know. What about like, sure. with, with the Patriots? And you saw like Cameron Brake disappeared. Once Jameis left, I mean, this is I'm I'm doing it's a total the Bucks. They thing. don't play the Patriots. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. So uh, you saw him have four catches over four weeks. He came back. Jameis looked from the end zone. He got those. He only caught two passes, but they were touchdowns. He went right. back to that thing. And these guys have been playing together forever. It's true. Like, he, like uh, Rogers knows when Jordy. You know, Jordy knows I got a break here. The break's coming. Where the ball's going to be. And that, that trust ain't going away. And especially in his first game back, I think he's going to rely on a guy like Jordy, who he knows. I think he also Jordy's rely- best game so far this season, when it comes to uh, fantasy points, was four for 75 with two touchdowns on seven targets, right? Right. 
He's touchdown dependent. We yeah, no, we, we know that. I don't think I don't think anyone's disputing that. But he's got, like I said, he's got like twenty touchdowns in his last twenty two games. I feel I feel what both of you guys are saying. I just can't. I I can't. I, I mean, the game versus Atlanta, you, he was out. He was out play. that game. Yeah, so, yeah you, that you got to just scrap. And like I said, he's not the same Jordy Nelson that we used to see that would run down the field wide open, catch these long touchdown passes you know, and all those. of that. Nah, he's he's definitely a, a red zone threat. As a flex, as a wide receiver four, I can see it. I would cross my fingers, though. But I got to know what these rosters are that's putting Jordan Nelson back in. And who are you benching that I, you've been, that's got you to the, to the you damn semifinals? Who are you benching? I gave you an example. He said he benched Marquise Lee. Okay. Potentially. 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 Marquise Lee gets a lot of targets. He gets a lot of work. You he, feel what I'm saying? That's now? the kind of player. But I'm looking at the targets Jordy had with Rodgers, and I think he's pretty much on par with Lee, you know. Okay. So that, would that's you, the thing. It's, would you play, let me continue on here, Corey, would you play Jordy Nelson or Muhammad Sanu? Muhammad Sanu. It's been working with Muhammad Sanu the whole damn season. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just asking you. Sanu's another guy. He's just so involved in that offense. They do have the Bucks this week. They do. That is a really nice That's an excellent match. matchup. They okay. They hammer the Bucks too. Let me continue. Would you start Jordy Nelson or Stephon Diggs? I'm going to go Diggs. Can you dig this? I, I think Diggs is finally, finally going to have a big week. He showed last week. <laughs> I love that. I love like when you say six that. Six catches, 60 yards. Yeah. Okay. You know. <laughs> would you start Jordy Nelson, or would you start, this is an actual example of the person that has Jordy in my league. Uh, would you start Jordy Nelson, or would you start Jamison Crowder? That's a good one right there. I Who think I saw Jordy in this one. Who does DC play? They play Arizona at home. In the slot. That's comparable. That's com- comparable right there. What is Kirk Cousins going to be? Has DC quit? You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again. I, I, that, that's, I probably would start Jordy. That one you'll start I Jordy. I think I would start yeah, I Jordy. I got to start Jordy over him. I got to start Jordy over Sanu. I know Sanu. Oh, wow. Back Sanu to that. Against the Bucks. Against the Bucks. But How I mean, many touchdowns does Sanu have on the season? I think he's got, I got a little bit five. Mohamed Sanu on the season has five touchdowns. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got games. He's kind of like a Jordy. Three twenty-nine, three for 43. You know, his upside is what? Eight for 60 in a touchdown? I yeah, think, you know, that's what I would at least expect from Jordy here. And I'm, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go the Aaron Rodgers. You hate Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan's really not been good. This <laughs> <year>. <laughs> uh, so there you, there you have it. Jordy Nelson is a con- and we, and, and, serious and, consideration here. And and uh, he's had a good game. His best game of the season was against Tampa, Muhammad Sanu. Everyone's best game of the season is against Tampa. That's true, too. <laughs> His <laughs> best game last season was against Tampa. He threw a touchdown against Tampa. Tampa this year. Wow. In Tampa, Monday Night Football. It's going to be very hard to bench Sanu. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, these guys take a break. We'll be joined by the king, Scott Engel. Thanks so much for watching. Oh, no. Roto Express continues on right after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The King, Scotty Angle. For New Year's, that's what I'm going to give you guys. I'm going to give you a present. I'm going to get back and do a show with the King. (laughs) That's my present to you people. Stay tuned for more for Fantasy Football Rewind.
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Oh, oh, welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, this is Fantasy Football Rewind. And I got to tell you, we're going to listen to this next clip from the Roto Experts in the morning because I can't believe people are this stupid that need this kind of advice, but maybe they do. And if they're that idiotic, there. Do not bench DeAndre Hopkins, this is titled. No effing way. Of course, we're not going to bench DeAndre Hopkins. But that you were even talking about, I got to hear this. It's going to happen. What? The question, an absurd question we're going to get. It's going to happen. And that involves DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, I hope nobody crazy enough it's to gonna, yeah, yeah, no, you, We are going to... You should to, learn from Russell Wilson. Just to, I know it's a quarterback. You're, pref- you're prefacing it already. We're go- we are going to get the question. Because DeAndre Hopkins plays Jacksonville. TJ Yates is the one throwing him the ball. People, the three of us are sitting here right now looking into your eyes, into the camera, and telling mm. you, do not bench DeAndre Hopkins. Do not think of benching DeAndre Hopkins. Never bench DeAndre Hopkins. This is what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping Hopkins has like six catches, a touchdown. Yates throws like three picks, because I do have Jacksonville defense everywhere. So, you know, look, it's DeAndre Hopkins. The cornerback, Scott says it, and, and he's right. They're not going to win every single matchup. No. We've seen all roads closed. Marvin Jones Jr. on Thanksgiving. We saw Fent off Funches this week. Broken, busted play. Cam bought the time. He got a touchdown against him. So, look, I mean, this guy, there's, there's Antonio Brown, and then there's DeAndre Hopkins. So, if you, I have them on one team, that team that actually has a really good shot. It's just too good. Of, he's just too good of a player. It would be like benching a, like a, a Le'Veon Bell right now because he's playing a good defense. Yeah, you can't do that. DeAndre D-Hop going here lineup, young pound for pound. Is uh, one of the best players in the NFL, and, I, and I'm sure Jalen Ramsey's going to be up, and that crew going to be up for the challenge. And the quarterback situation is not the best, but you know where the football is going to be going is going to go be going to DeAndre Hopkins, and it's not like they can guard this dude. They can do the best they can. I understand the kid Ramsey; he like to mix it up. He's a tough guy, you know what I'm saying? Good player, but not D Hop. You not you don't sit D Hop. That's crazy. That's don't even don't call, if you call up here talk about. Something about sitting DeAndre Hopkins, then you haven't been listening to us since. Look the what Doug Baldwin did. He got what fifteen points. Look, I I understand he's got Russell Wilson. The biggest concern is going to be who's throwing him the ball. But we saw, and I know it was against San Francisco defense, but we saw at least Yates was smart enough to go that direction. So I don't see that's going to stop. It seems that everyone's smart enough, but Brock Osweiler. Yeah, yeah. what's up with that? That's so crazy how Brock Osweiler didn't get that done last year. And you would have thought he would have been competent enough. We saw him as the quarterback of the Broncos. It was nothing spectacular. Right. You thought he would be competent enough to... No, he's not. Doesn't always work. It's amazing. Your literal one job is to get the ball to DeAndre Hawkins, and he was unable to do that in every way. 
is the Roto Experts in the Morning. We've got to take a quick break. Hour number two to rewind up next. <laughs>
Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sicotti. You can check us out every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. If you listen on demand, hit the subscribe button, get the show delivered to your device each and every day. And I'll tell you right now, here's the big thing. Hit subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. First hour, we listen to a little fantasy football from around the dial. Gabe Morency was talking about who ruined his Sunday. The boys were talking about Jordy Nelson and DeAndre Hopkins. And we've got things going fast and furious. One of the things that's interesting is that uh, this guy, Eli Apple, the first-round pick of the New York Giants cornerback, has turned into a little bit of a diva, man. He's a diva. The Giants like their divas, though. New York likes their divas. So maybe he's where he belongs. Giants interim coach Steve Spagnuolo said he was disappointed by cornerback Eli Apple tweeting during the Week 14 loss to the Cowboys. He was inactive for the fourth straight game. He responded to a tweet asking why he was not playing. He said, I'm too healthy. <laughs> uh, he had to know he was uh, going to get himself in a little bit of uh, hot water with that answer. And he retweeted a message praising Cowboys or running back Rod Smith's 81-yard touchdown. According to Spagnola, he had a conversation with Eli about that. And he told him he was disappointed. We'll decide exactly what we're going to do with him. He apologized, and we'll move on from that. ESPN's Jordan Ronan has reported Apple is disliked within the organization, and the incident is unlikely to help. It's possible the Giants look to move on during the offseason. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. And his mama can make cookies for his new team. That's a good thing. Well, if you can get a lady to come in and make cookies for your team, you can put up maybe with her son being a diva on the football field. Because a cookie goes a long way, man. We all like our cookies. Time to get a little cookie, right? Some guys like a little cookie. Some guys like a little nookie. Oi, if the, the greatest is having a threesome with you, a kooky, and some nooky. We'll take a quick break right here at Fantasy Football Rewind and get you some information so you can be a Week 15 winner. Winner, 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 chicken dinner, dinner, dinner. I like the dark meat. I like the... I like the white meat. I just I need gravy, man. I need gravy. And then I'm all good. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind.
Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we could all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-910-9962 Join the family at Model Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are absolutely getting it done. This morning on the Fantasy Football Frenzy with Matt Modica, Corey Parson, and Jake Seeley, they handed out their game balls for Week 14. Guys that absolutely delivered when fantasy owners needed it most in their playoff leagues. They came up big. 
And the bigger, the better is always the way to go. Right? The bigger, the better. That's what they say. Who is they? Here are the guys. Fantasy Football Frenzy. 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So, um, yesterday morning right here on this very program, Fantasy Football Frenzy, I was talking about how heartbroken I was. This little, this little fella, this little young fella was on the internet. His mom's taped him. He was crying, talking about how the kids was bullying him. And we had a little conversation about it right here because I, I think bullying is whack. You know what I'm saying? It's trash. You shouldn't be bullying people. So, you know, gave him shout-outs two days in a row. The entire sports world had Keaton's back. LeBron James was tweeting at him. You know what I'm saying? J.R. Smith. You name it. Some of the biggest celebrities. Cardi B was even like, I wish I'd come out there and kick them kids' ass myself for you. And she was serious, too, probably. I was like, wow, the Keaton. You know what? People got your back, Keaton. We riding with you. We rolling with you. By the time I got off the show and got on the train and got uptown and I got in the crib, the first thing I saw was like Keaton mom was like, you know, Confederate flag, which I'm like, that's her business, whatever. I'm not tripping off that. She's not like, it don't affect my money. You know what I mean? I'm still worried about the kid. You feel what I'm saying? But then it starts to come out like, you know, Keaton's mom set up a GoFundMe. People are saying, okay, like Jamel Hill was like, oh, you come to ESPN, spend the day with us. J.R. Smith was like, yo, when we come down to to, to to Tennessee to play the Grizzlies, you come through, be the guest. And these people offering nice things, offering this kid. This kid is blowing up. He's trending all day on Twitter. But then, like, the mom was kind of like, yo, um, like, a, a UFC dude had a conversation with her. And I guess they was going to invite her or whatever. And she was like, um, nah, send us some money. He was like, some money, you know what I mean? What, what do you need some money for? You come out, you have a good time, whatever. She's kind of like, nah, I'm in bad shape, single parent, whatever. Send me some money. Set up the GoFundMe. And then another situation happened where she got into something with somebody, and she was like, the, the message that was sent back, the person was like, you know, us whites got to stick together. So come to find out, this lady is like a little bit out there, whatever. Now, I don't know if this part is true or not, but the rumor is the reason why little Keaton was getting beat up, milk poured on him and stuff like that. He was going around the school dropping N-bombs. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm sitting up here, you know what I'm saying, pouring my heart. I'm feeling bad for this kid. You feel what I'm saying, Matt? It and sounds like he deserves to get his ass beat. And, and, and Keaton is a fraud. I'm so shocked and disgusted that Keaton was a fraud. I'm not shocked because it was on social media. And it just didn't, something didn't seem right to me. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, like, retweeting or liking it. I mean, I felt bad if the kid was really getting bullied. Yeah. But I don't like the way it was portrayed. And, like, I kind of felt like she was pimping the kid out. Jake, did you have this? Jake, when do, how did, how did, how, your, what was your day like with Keaton yesterday? So, I, I actually haven't seen most of this. I, right we can't now. hear Jake. Can turn Jake's microphone on, please. Oh, there we go. What, what happened with you and Keaton yesterday, now? Jake? Yeah, we go. I want to hear this. My initial reaction was actually very similar to Matt. Like, my first gut reaction watching the video was, if I'm a parent, I have a niece and a nephew, the first thing is I just want to console the kid and hug him. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be pulling out my videotape and playing interview with the kid. And I understand that there's probably an opportunity to make sure that everybody found out, but that was my initial reaction to it. And it felt too systematic for what was going on. Like, I just, like, there needs to be a call for the room or something. It just felt off a little bit. That being said, so there's a couple ways to look at this as a whole. Like, if this is the truth and that's why he was bullied, it was because of what he said, 
then absolutely he's at fault and, you know, they, we want to say he's a fraud or whatever. The other side of it is that, you know, there's possibly very real bullying going on given his situation, exactly. which is very egregious. And if that's the case, let's say let's go back to the beginning. Let's say that him dropping the N-word is just not true, which I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying let's just make that the case. The fact that the mother is a schmuck and going for money should take away from, as you said, how terrible bullying is. And I think that, like, for everybody, that out, you know, the outpouring of love and support and everything like that should just be done in general. He's not the only kid in America being mm, bullied. There you go. Whether, again, whether or not, again, he dropped the N-word. But if he did, that, that now it's a lot more understandable. And, again, but this comes back to the parents. It's like the parents who we were yelling at yesterday saying – they haven't taught their kids properly for their bullying. Well, she hasn't taught her kid properly if he's out there dropping the N-word. And then she's going out there pimping Shorty, too, like setting up a go. I think GoFundMe might have took the joint down. Setting up a GoFundMe, whatever. Like the thing with the Confederate flag and all of that, that's that lady business. I'm not really tripping off of that. If a little boy, if Keith's at school doing that, well, Keith, you go. <laughs> that's not something that you really, you'll learn as you get older, He Keaton. needs to learn a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a lesson. Yeah. If that's the case. If that's the I, case. I like you said, we don't know what to believe That's been rumored, you know what I mean? But you always got to take everything a little suspect on social media. But that's, if, that should be the lesson learned. Well, like, but well I that, to your point, Corey, that's, that's kind of telling, too. Like, like if, if you set the GoFundMe up yourself, yeah. like usually these type of things happen and somebody sets one up for you. Yeah, I think she went up there and registered and got the GoFundMe, and she was like, oh, I can't wait to get to Charlottesville. Now, nah, let me stop. <laughs> this is going to be tickets for all of us to go out there. Wait till and, we and get to your back. Point, Corey, I actually, I, it doesn't make it right, and I disagree with them, but I know people who still see the Confederate flag. I'm in Virginia. I know yeah. people who still see it as like it's a Southern thing. I completely disagree. I think you know it's something that we need to move on from, but there's a lot of people to your point that, you know, I, as you said, you know, I'm not getting hung up on that. There's some people that are just still Ignorant. Ignorant yeah. means you don't know better. Uh, I think it was a little telling when Keaton went as Hitler for Halloween. You know. Oh, I didn't. For no, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, oh my God, Keaton, what Your are you doing? <laughs> I was like, well, oh, Keaton, why would Keaton do that? <laughs> so, the, the bottom line is, and then good. the lady, she, the lady also had a problem. Some of her social media posts were like she had a problem. People like the NFL and the players and stuff dealing and stuff like that. But these are the same people that ran in your son's defense. You feel what I mean? So it's you got different ways to look at it, Miss uh, Mrs. Keaton. So there you go, right there. That was my day with Ke me. I followed Keaton all day yesterday, and then I'm just like, I feel duped by Keaton. I gave we I, we gave good time on this program to Keaton on a Monday when we was talking fantasy football playoff Monday. We was talking about damn Keaton, DeAndre Hopkins wide receiver one this week, Antonio Brown wide receiver two. Devontae Adams wide receiver three. That, that was a phenomenal performance. And that touchdown run late, I was so happy. Michael Thomas wide receiver yes. four. Michael Thomas got it done this week, Jake. Now, what I will say is when Kamara left the game, Kamara, Kamara. I was so messed up with that thing Camaro. this week. Kamara, sorry. Um, yeah, say Camaro. Camaro, Camaro. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Yeah, basically. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> it's not like Tariq and Tarek. At least it's one <laughs> yeah. close. Oh, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> you think you fancy talking about your name is Leroy. <laughs> I'm not buying that. Jake, but he did. Michael Thomas, when, when uh, Alvin left the game, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees was just peppering Michael Thomas with targets. It's his first time I've seen double-digit charges all season. Or, or double-digit catches, I meant. 
So if you look at there is the fact that I think it was only – how many times has he had that double-digit target? I don't think it's been very many past that either. But you have to look at it. Is Kamara's back next week? I think it's a little bit of a hit. But as we've been talking about on this show for the past three weeks now, Michael Thomas has been one of the most consistent mm-hmm. wide receiver ones. People were just upset that he hadn't had a game like last week for the entire year, but he finally did when it counted most. And he got the Jets this weekend. So there you go right there. Big time. You know, that's my, that's my only concern about that, man, is they might run out of that game for the second quarter and just oh, yeah. lean on Ingram and Kamara for the rest of the game. Well, that's possible. I just I just think they, they're looking to get back on track and they're just going to throw the beat down. They should do that. Oh, if they lose, the NFC is going to go into pandemonium. Jarvis they can't Lam- lose to this Jet you Drew Brees know. or Tom Brady this week for you, Matt? Who was it? Drew Brees or Tom Brady. Uh, you know what? That's tough. I mean, Tom, I, I probably going to – I'll probably lean Brady. I un, Unless I hear something where it's, it's health-related, I can't see it happening. Gronk's coming back. This is for this is the game. But it's really close. <laughs> Isn't that a legitimate concern, though? The fact that if you looked at last night's game, even when – like, he did get hit a lot. But even when he had time, he was missing – Wide open, I wide think, receivers. I think it was this, this morning. Spot, that Achilles might be yeah, a, when might I was be in the camp this morning, I think it might have been Benny yeah. who sent out the tweet, something about Benny? it. Benny? You talked I mean, to Benny Ricardi this no, morning? No, it was on Twitter. I was, so oh, it was my time okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, last night, he said something about him not being able to plant or something okay. like that. So, like, I really didn't watch any, like I said, I watched parts of it. So, if that's, if that's the issue, you know. Look, I don't know if you're in the playoffs anymore if you have Tom Brady. Nah, for real. It's probably over with by now. I am because I had a bye. No, that would have been lucky <laughs> you. <laughs> well, it will not lucky me. I actually traded Drew Brees for him two weeks ago before this whole class started. Wow. That's tough right there. So then you got to roll him out. Who else? You, well, well, I, can, I, can start, I can start Blake Bortles. <laughs> wow. That would be some huge We'd be in a right sunken there. place if we got to that point. <laughs> Is it, though? Look at Blake Bortles over the last couple of games. He's scored at least 18 points every single up. week. Was it 270 and two touchdowns each of the last two weeks? Am I correct? No, that's Joe, that's Joe Flacco, 270 and two touchdowns each of the last two He's, weeks. So since he played, so, so week seven, Blake Bortles says 20, 19, 18, 10 against Cleveland, 23, 27, 21 the last three weeks. He's in the conversation this week, Blake Bortles. Yeah, I think that Blake Bortles, if you go any uh, Carson Wentz, he has a good two playoff matchups. You can go out there and do that. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. I will take a quick break. Come back with more Rewind. Stay tuned for more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes.
Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true does your fantasy football team suck (laughs) did you draft david johnson with the first pick (laughs) i can help you out go to itunes subscribe to stand up fantasy i will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face make you happy maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes maybe you'll worry about things a lot less stand up fantasy at itunes subscribe now Hey, I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! <laughs> hmm. Huh. Duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Scotta. Here are the guys absolutely getting it done. They're taking social injustices. They're taking uh, love in the elevator. They cover a lot of things, man. These guys, Fantasy Football Frenzy, man, they know their stuff. They know how to get it done. They know how to please the fantasy masses. And here are the guys from Fantasy Football week 15. Frenzy. Uh, Jarvis Landry, wide receiver five. He he the, he knocked the dude. Uh, he had the homeboy knocked out the playoffs. Right quick, y'all. DT wide receiver six. Sorry, the homeboy that I told to start the sit. Uh, Demarius Thomas, Tyrell Williams, wide receiver seven. Good call on that one, all in kid. I was I was in the area. I just had the wrong dude. You were Cooper Cup, wide receiver eight. Golden Tate, wide receiver nine. Thielen. I got a feeling, Adam uh, 10. Kendall Wright, thank you very much. <laughs> wide receiver 11. Muhammad Sanu, wide receiver 1. Once again, Muhammad Sanu gets it done. There you are, the guys. They could take a quick break, but you know what? We have a way to make these breaks go away and get more information. DT finally got it done. With Travis Simeon, a quarterback. Hopefully he's got one more week in him. I got to use DT on Thursday night. Thursday nights, the night it all begins. Semifinals, fantasy football. Here's the frenzy. TSY Radio. Excuse me, y'all. I had rolled a seat. This this beautiful chair at DX Racer. The good people at DX Racer. Shout out to the good people at HelloFresh. Yeah, I want to thank them for feeding us last night. They did a good job with the spread we had last night. <laughs> all right here at Rock and Raleigh. So shout out to HelloFresh. Shout out to everybody in the YouTube chat. Um, I wasn't with y'all last segment. I forgot y'all was there. But I'm glad to have you. Um, I'm about to share this right now so we get some more people in here. And then um, don't forget, if you made it to week 15, give us a thumbs up. If you didn't make it to week 15, give us a thumbs up. I see my man Steven just put in the hashtags Bills Mafia. We talked about them yesterday and what a great job they did as a fan base out there in that snow yes, uh, on Sunday. So I was pretty happy about that. Uh, what's I'd up, Matt? I'd like to see uh, Kenyon Drake get like 36 carries this week. I would love that. <laughs> Shout out to Kenyon Drake for getting it done. I'm, Kenyon Drake has the game ball coming. I was quite sure he has the game ball coming to him today. So does Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry put a lot of people over the top last night. So I'm sure he has a couple game balls coming to him today also. Telephone lines open, 844-843-6879. Shout out to my man Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Emery came to the Christmas party last night. Emery was fresh. Emery was fly. You feel what I'm saying? Emery, Emery is always, like, like, Matt, we talked about this last night. Emery is always, like, dressed to the nines. You know, He's when, meticulous. Yes. He's very meticulous with his wardrobe, Emery, which, which, I, which I applaud. Emery be at a high school football game in, like, in, like middle of nowhere. Like Valley Central versus Theodore Roosevelt, and he have on a seven hundred dollars suit. You'd be like, "Wow, is that serious?" I was, uh, I was hoping Joe Lisi had a little more excitement in his blazer. Oh last night. yeah, Joe Lisi went a little yeah. calm. He went a little calm. Last Joe night. Lisi came through last night. I was like, "Joe, why you ain't rocked the blazer that you wore on Championship Sunday?" He said he go Saturday. He said he gonna pull it out again sometime. Joe told me where to get the blazer from and all that. I don't <laughs> think Joe. It's not. It was like it looked good on you, Joe. It's not really my thing though. I can't do the Craig Sager thing. Thumbs up, people. Keep them rolling in. You're about to get ready to get into the tight end ones. Jake, have you ever seen some of the outfits that Emery wears when he's out doing his football thing? Yeah, I've seen his stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Sharp, ain't he? 
<laughs> Jake's not impressed. <laughs> but still, he's going to like Central Valley High versus, you know what I'm saying, versus FDR, and he's wearing a $1,000 suit. Trey Burton was tight end one on the week. I don't want to take credit for that, but that was an easy call right there. Jesse James was tight end two. Somebody in the middle of the week last week was like, would you play Jesse James? And I was like, hell no. Sorry. <laughs> oh, look who's tight end three, you son of a gun. Bigfoot. Bigfoot Bigfoot came out of the woods and decided to play no, football no. this week. Still the wrong decision. Yeah, you're right, Jake. It's still the wrong decision. It was garbage time busted play. It's just that's so aggravating because the right call was the entire day and then garbage time busted play and all of a sudden people are like, oh, see, Jerry Cook. Yeah, 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 right. See, nothing. Tight end four. does against the Cowboys. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man, you know what? I forgot about that. Sean Lee, Sean Lee playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so hopefully it's not that bad. I know that son of a gun is going to do something now. You know what I'm saying? I'll make sure I play him this week. You're not going. You're not going to screw me twice, Jerry Cook. <laughs> uh, Eric Ebron comes in as tight end four. That, yo, Eric Ebron was like the most industry thing ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the entire industry of fantasy analysts got behind Eric Ebron. I got so fed up with it. That's why I made that bet with Scott. Yeah, I just jumped on it. <laughs> I just couldn't take it no more. <laughs> oh man. 844-843-6879. Titans 5 on the week was Hunter Henry. That's your guy, Matt. Titans 6, Garrett Selleck. Titans 7, O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard starting to get it done. No make America braid again this week. Titan 8, Travis Kelsey. Titan 9, Adam Shaheen. The big tight end down there in Chicago. Titan 10, Kyle Rudolph. Yo, the Minnesota Vikings Twitter account, after Rudolph scored, the Vikings Twitter account tweeted, Kyle Rudolph the red zone reindeer And I was like those sons of guns Are they sending you a check? They know I didn't get not one single purple check You feel what I'm saying? At least you take Super Bowl tickets I'll take, the, I'm about to say I'll take some Super Bowl tickets though <laughs> Along with the hotel room and airfare And accommodations for the fantasy executive And some per diem. And his entourage <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Titan 11, Rhett Ellison Jake, Rhett Ellison, your boy from the New York Giants Yikes Tight end 12, Vernon Davis, VD, back on the 844-843-6879. Before we get to the uh, game balls, I want to bring in the homie Lou from D.C. Hopefully Lou is still playing fantasy football in week 15. Lou, what up? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing today? Chilling, Lou. How's the weather out there? Oh, man, it's cold. We just had some snow, but uh, we'll be all right, man. D.C. winners will make it. But uh, I got a couple quick things, and then I have a question. Uh, first, I want to thank you guys for having a show where, you know, goons worldwide like myself can yeah. call in and get some good analysis and invent and all that good stuff. Ever since I called you guys back in week eight, I've gone undefeated, number one in points and all that good stuff. Secondly, I want to give a public apology to my man, Jake Seeley, uh, and I'll tell you why. I lied to Jake, okay? Jake put up the Twitter poll uh, where you can vote on, you know, your favorite fantasy analyst and i retweeted it and i told him that he was number two on that list in my book but to be honest with you i find myself logging in and checking up on jake seeley content more than i check on anybody else's whether it be the frenzy the on target to the lineup the you know the uh, uh rankings reveals and i check the link almost every day but um so thank you 
and I apologize for lying to you, Jake. You're number one in my book. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. My right, question, thank you. Thank you. My, my, my question before I head out, uh, for the third year in a row, I'm playing the same cat Uh-oh. in the playoffs, Uh-oh. and I'm owing to Before we get to it, it's nice of Jake Seeley's father to call the show, check in, and it's nice for him to clear the air. Because Jake was very distraught that his dad thought he was the number two ranker. So let's get back to the question. It's W. Yeah. So got to take him down this year. Is, my question is, Breeze, Cam, or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Breeze, Cam, or Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. And you can always just bash this guy's computer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, can we, like, can we figure <laughs> out a way to sabotage him, <laughs> yeah. too? That's what I was thinking. Like, can we... We, we and by the way, make sure you voted for Jake. Yeah, yeah, Jake for the all in, uh, all in kid for the uh, social media award, the FST award. Um, Jake, you gonna go ahead and sweep it with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I'm gonna wait for today. First of all, because even if he's cleared, I want to make sure he's a hundred percent cleared. I don't want this kind of iffy type of situation. But if he is, then yes, I would go Aaron Rodgers. There's, if I waited this long for Aaron Rodgers and he's cleared for this week, uh, he's in my lineup. But if not, the, the early one, I, I would actually lean to Cam in that situation. All right, so Cam would be the second option, and then Drew Brees. So there you go right there, Lou. So Brees doesn't need to throw touchdowns, and they win. That's the problem. And he's going to have his running back backs and all of that. So there you go right there. I'm not saying he's the game manager, Lou, but that's how I feel about him. Lou, how's everything else going? Man, everything's good, man. Instead of jumping off the Woodrow Wilson, I'm trying to jump in a pile of money like Scrooge McDuck. There you go. <laughs> nice job, Lou. I, and I, I hope you're successful at that. So there you go right there. That's the homie Lou in D.C. I'll be calling you guys. I'll be calling you guys next week if all goes well. I'll call you if it doesn't. But right. hopefully all goes well. Thank you very much. The goons worldwide. Dilly dilly. Lou is checking in, man. Getting it done. We take a quick break right here on Fantasy Football Rewind as we get you ready. Taking a look at the Fantasy Football Frenzy. struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Hey, 
I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now, you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback, and it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seely, I got Sammy Reed, I got Gary Davenport, I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. Let's get back to the guys from the Fantasy Football All right, 844 I guess we do the game balls in the next segment because y'all are starting to get on the telephone now. Truck. Truck. What up, Truck? Truck got truck. that big W last night. Truck is advancing in the GST auction. Truck, you thought you was going to lose. You come through, you get the W, and then this week, you're in the semifinal, Truck. You have an undefeated Tony Sincata. Your job, Truck, is to beat him so me and you can meet in the championship, and then we'll split the money. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Truck? Huh? That's why I was calling about Aaron Rodgers, because he has Winston McCown and Aaron Rodgers, so I'm hoping... He doesn't get cleared, so. Oh, okay. He'll go down the 13-1. You know what's so funny about it, Truck? I was going to pick up Aaron Rodgers, but I was I couldn't risk it because I was like, um, I had to get some other pieces to, to get my team ready for the playoffs. But I do, I did see Aaron Rodgers on the waivers in this league, and I was like, I should go get him. But matter of fact, I brought it up to the to the crew, and I was like, What are y'all thinking? Y'all was like, Now nah, you got to do what you got to do for your team. And then Tony goes and picks up Rodgers, which is smart for him. You don't want to be undefeated and let somebody else pick up Aaron Rodgers and beat you in Week 15. But Truck, you have one job is that and that's to beat Tony Sincata this week to end this undefeated season. 
I'll do my best. It's an Aaron Rodgers week because I got Vaccaro in the Snake semifinal. He's got he's got Rodgers coming back from there too. So oh, you got Aaron. He got Vaccaro. Got oh yeah, man, Truck. You got to go against Rodgers twice this week. You can do it, Truck. You can yeah. do it. Your team looks good though, I Truck. Hope so. mm-hmm. Well, you got Breeze and Thomas in the uh, Snake GST, so you know you're right there with them. All right. Well, anything I, else, Truck? I got things everywhere, but. Just want, yeah, it's why I wanted to really talk about Rogers, but you guys kind of covered everything, so I don't want to be a buzzkill. No, don't uh, worry about it, truck. You can never be a buzzkill. <laughs> How was your weekend in the city, truck? Uh, it was, it was all right. It was good. Right. It, was, it was fun. We did the New York City thing. Couple of spoiled kids, though. You know, yeah, oh, well, you, you ain't got to tell me, truck. These kids, you you heard me talking about a seven year old wanting an iPhone ten, right? So you told you preaching to the choir. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, good luck with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Thanks, Truck. I'll figure it out some way or another, Truck. 844-436-879. Let's go to... Uh, we got... Oh, boy. I can't can't go to nobody. Don Burns said we only got a minute. Then we come back. We definitely going to give out the game balls, right? And then we'll try to get in as many phone calls as we possibly can. Take y'all down the wire and then get started getting you ready for week 15. What up, Matt? I'm just thinking about the two slices of cheesy, oily pizza I'm going to eat. I cannot wait. After last night's festivities, <laughs> I cannot wait to get back uptown today. It's going to be good times. Um, Michael Moore, sorry if we uh, did a little too much non-football talk for you, but we're glad to have you. And I, um, sorry to ruin your escape. But I got I, I to gotta sell tickets, brother. I got to, you know what I'm saying? If it's happening, I got to talk about it. 844-8436-879. Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. There you have it. They're conspiring to try to take me down. Yeah, and I have no quarterback if Aaron Rodgers don't get out there and play and play well. But you know what? I can win without a quarterback. <laughs> no, would that be the craziest thing if I had to play without a quarterback and won? These people would be pissed off. Stay tuned. Oh, I can go first. Here are the guys. Uh, game ball, the quarterback position. You know what? I'm going to give it to Brett Hundley for doing the job that was needed to be done here. He got all the fantasy people, except for Truck that wanted to see yeah, Aaron Rodgers yeah. come back. Yeah. And for his Packers, they got a shot now, so... Just for the job that he was able to do, I'll give it to Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley, come get your first ever fantasy football frenzy game ball. Anyway, helmet sticker. Shout out to Brett Hundley. All in, kid. Jake Seeley, week 14, quarterback game ball. I'm going to give it to the person that might have been the MVP because it's the last game ball he could possibly get, and that's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. There you go, Carson Wentz. Shout out to Carson Wentz. Limp on up here and get your game ball. <laughs> I think we can bring it over though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll bring it to you. Yeah, there you go. Somebody somebody take Catch. this game ball to Carson Wentz <laughs> and take the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl hopes over there too with him. We all can throw that in the <laughs> trash. Um, my game ball is I will, it's gonna go to Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, helping me take a big victory from my guy Chris Vaccaro. Ben Roethlisberger, used to this right here. No stranger to getting game ball. Shout out to Big Ben. Doing a good job getting it done. All in, kid. Jake Seeley at running back. You are up first, my man. Who do you think I'm going with? Oh, I should, silly me. Is this, is this Jamal, Jamal Williams' second Williams. game ball? Back-to-back yes, weeks? Look at Jamal yeah, keep Williams. Keep giving it to Jamal Williams. Keep running up them game balls, Jamal Williams. Good keep job doing. right there. Helmet sticker for Jamal Williams. Matt, what you got? 
I'm gonna save Rod Smith for you. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jordan <laughs> Howard. Okay. A guy I just I I thought it was a really good matchup for various reasons I stated, and he really got the job done. So, Jordan Howard. All right, Jordan Howard, come get your game ball. I haven't seen you up here in a while, Mr. Howard. Game ball, helmet sticker for Jordan Howard. Just don't throw it to him. Yes. <laughs> he will not be able to catch it. Somebody carry this over there to Jordan Howard, please. Um, my game ball at running back, I'm going to give it to one Mr. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake getting it done. Great job for Kenyon Drake. I know last night he got a lot of y'all through and across. Matter of fact, give us a thumbs up in the YouTube chat if Kenyon Drake got you that W. Kenyon Drake, Miami Dolphin running back, come get your game ball. Good job versus New England Patriots. Now at the game ball for wide receiver, I am going to give it to my guy, young pound for pound, my man, Dre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. Doesn't make a difference who the quarterback is. My man D-Hop keeps getting it done. Yes, it does. This week, as long as it's not Brock Osweiler, D-Hop, come get your game ball. You keep getting it done, mister. And this week, you get a matchup versus the Jackson 5. What you got, Matt Medica? You know what? I'll go with uh, Michael Thomas. He's been ah. consistent. Mm. And, you know, he had not the big lot. game. when he. You know, Michael Thomas, up. come get your game ball. Fantasy owners needed you the most, Michael Thomas. You came through. They've been a little bit disappointed. They said that you've been. I, I don't think it's no problem. I don't problem. get it. I don't I, get I've been it. I mean, the fact and yep, he's I, he's been excellent. I'll put him right back in the first round next year. I I, I have no problems. With, no. Hey, you know the um the Ball family is in is in or in New York this week. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder if the balls are staying at this hotel. It very well could be. The Lakers are at the Garden. Is that tonight? The Lakers are at the Garden? Just want to know where the balls are at. Oh, boy. That was a good one. (laughs) Uh, It would be funny if they were saying that at one of Trump's places. I know, right? (laughs) Like he put them up. Uh, Did you give your game ball, Matt? Yes, I did. To Michael Thomas. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, all in, kid. No, that's it. That's it. You take my two boys. I thought Matt would know that. I thought you were going to go with uh, Devontae Adams. Another one of your guys. Michael Thomas is my boy. Michael Thomas is the all-time boy. He, it's, if you come on the radio show, that's all that matters. That is true. That is true. We talked to Michael Thomas He's a friend Thomas of the Brown for life. Yes, dilly dilly, Michael Thomas. Yeah. So, Michael Thomas, you get two game balls today, right, Jake? That's yeah. what we're doing? Two game yeah. balls yeah. for Michael Thomas. Don't give it to Jarvis Landry. I mean, okay, so then, yeah. Jarvis Landry, you come get your game ball. Send the fantasy on us uh, a little bit more, a little bit, a I little bit say, further. I was going to say, Adams deserves one, too, but I'm, he does. I'm always going to give it to Michael Thomas and Jamal Williams when I can. All right, here we go. Oh, wow, somebody put in the, the chat after ball family. My God. <laughs> Man, these people are mean. <laughs> yeah, 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 come on. The ball family brings it on themselves. This, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not going to. Hey, let, let, let me take my son, who's not even a real NBA recruit, out of college so I can coach myself. Yeah, good call. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to the Ball family. Dude. No. Sorry. Oh. No, nobody's, nobody's backing that up. 844-843-6879. Let's talk to Q. Q, what's going on with you, my man? Q, let me know. Please tell me you're playing in Week 15, Q. Yes, sir. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, man, I'm in the playoffs, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Q's already oh, looking at the week five of next year. <laughs> Q, we cannot set this yeah, lineup yeah. this morning, Q. We got to get other people on the phones. What we got, though, Q? Well, I got a question. What's the deal with a Kyle Rudolph? They say he's walking around with a boot, and I plan on starting him. And, and then I got a, another question about my lineup. But y'all got to help me with this. Because All right. It's so, uh, Drake. It's a Kareem Hunt thing. Oh boy, Kenyon Kareem Drake. Hunt and Kenyon Drake. 
I, I, I put in Kenyon Drake over Buffalo. This is this is the day. Why would Q do this to start? It's Tuesday, Q. I mean, we was in here drinking last night. <laughs> you go ask me about Kenyon well, Drake and Kareem Hunt. These are the two options. I mean, we're... that's it. That's it, Q. Well, yeah, so I got I got Le'Veon Bell, Alvin Kamara, I got them, and then I got Kareem Hunt, and I got King and Drake. I put King and Drake in because I think he's gonna be balling on Buffalo. Now let's now let's just a snowball. I guess they played in Miami. I don't know. Buffalo is it's in Buffalo, and Damian Williams might be back. So it's Tuesday. It's early in the week, Q. But okay, the, right. the Kenyon Drake is not a bad call. It's not. I mean, it's in Buffalo. I mean, it's I, not a bad call if. Damian yeah. Williams is out. I mean, is, is Gates going to be Gates going to be that stupid and not like see what this guy's done? He was that stupid to begin no, with. I know. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. played a whole first yeah. quarter of every game. Uh, <laughs> the Chargers defense versus the Bills defense. You know, that's a, it's a much tougher task. Uh, the Bills are dead last against running backs. We know this, right? And the Chargers are tenth. Yeah. At least the numbers I'm looking at right now. But Kareem Hunt got that workload yeah. back, and they won. That well, see, I love that he got the workload back. Does he get it back again? That's my only concern. I think I'm not they worried won. about Hunt. I'm not worried about Hunt. Yeah. I'm worried about him getting the touches. One thing we know about Kenyon Drake, he's going to get the touches. We don't expect Damian Williams to be back. As far as Kyle Rudolph in the walking boot queue, we got to we got to work through the week and figure and figure out that situation right there. I would right now. It's early in the week queue. I would right now. Lead, lead Kenyon Drake with some of these things that you heard uh, Jake say with uh, um, what's his homeboy name, Damien? Damien Williams. Damien Williams. If he's out, so. Yeah, monitor. You, know, you, yeah. got, you got time. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got time, Q. So, 844-843-6879. I'm glad Q is continuing to move on in his playoffs, mm-hmm. though. Rich is in Chicago. What up, Rich? Yo, what's going on, guys? What's, How you doing? What's up, Rich? You playing in week 15? I am. I am. Nice. So, here, I got, I got a two-part question for you. I uh, so I snuck by last week. Goskowski got me in with that last second kick. Nice, got a, a game-winning field goal. Got... Did you run around the house? Yes, I did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I got a big problem with my tight ends. I've been holding on to Jordan Reed, just hoping and praying that this guy just decides he wants to play one of these weeks. I also have Ricky Seals Jones and Steven Anderson that I picked up out of desperation. So this upcoming week, those are my three tight ends. I don't know who to start and what the best move is here. I need some help on that, guy. And then here, just real quick, Jamal Anderson or those tied this upcoming week? I got a PPR league. Jamal Anderson? Who's Jamal? Jamal? Jamal Williams. Okay. Oh, Jamal Williams. That's my Jamal Williams. The Dirty Bird. So Jamal, Jamal Williams or who? <laughs> or Carlos Hyde? Uh, or Carlos Hyde. Yep. Carlos Hyde. PPR standard. Those receptions are going from Carlos Hyde now, though. I think I'd go Jamal Williams. They are gone, but the one thing, like I said, is is there going to be more goal line opportunities? If you can get that, you know. I just, I'm a hard guy, <clears throat> so I'm going to have a hard time stepping away. I I know we're saying it's neutral. Isn't the Panthers' run defense pretty good? The Panthers' run defense oh, is one of the tops in the league. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, they're number four. I'm, I'm biased on this one. I'm a hard guy. I'm probably going to go hard. All right, so there you go. I think I will go with Jamal Williams because I like the work and, and the boys coming back. Aaron Rodgers, what do you think on that last one, Drake? I mean, Jake. Drake. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> the Jake? Uh, look, it's Tuesday morning. Yeah, it's uh, tough. Uh, it's tough uh, on Tuesday. 
Especially like, when you're hungover. As soon as I get over the show, I'll, I'll start my projections. But you don't have to set your lineup today. Yeah. And that's, I'm just like, there's too much news that could potentially come out. There's a lot of stuff still yet to go down. There you have it. The guys absolutely get it done. Take a quick break. Come up and finish off the Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered.
Welcome back, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and this is Fantasy Football Rewind. Make sure you join us every Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we're rocking it out and making sure you get all the fantasy sports information from the day on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What we're going to do is we're going to be back in 23 hours. <laughs> so make sure you stay ready, you stay ready, and you get prepared. Preparation's the key for life. Life is a cocktail party, according to Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger said life was a cocktail party. Gotta love it. Tony Cicada, Fantasy Football Rewind. We're rewinding our way the hell out of here. Good night. Thank you for joining us.